0: Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a super special guest that has made time in her super busy schedule to come on the show and talk about some great things real estate related. I have Stacy Alcorn from Lair Real Estate out of New England, 400-some agents, independent brokerage, and just making waves and doing some incredible things, and we're going to dig deep. With Stacy today. So, Stacy, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Why don't you give our audience a little rundown on who you are and what you've done so they can get to know you better?
1: Okay, very basic background. I started in real estate, I don't know, 15 years ago. Originally, I started in real estate because I was in the mortgage industry first. I ended up in mortgages because I had to pay my way to through college. So I was processing mortgages and back then, uh, in the early to mid 1990s, uh, I was the copy machine girl at a local mortgage company, sniffing toner literally 40 hours a week. (laughs) And a, a new mortgage program came out called the 203K Rehab Mortgage. So I was 19 years old, learning the 203K Rehab Mortgage because nobody else in the company wanted to learn about it. And I'm so thankful I did that. I took on something that nobody else wanted to do because I learned how to buy real estate as an investor. So ended up buying my first piece of real estate at 19 years old and ended up paying my way through business school by flipping, I don't know, 25 or 30 houses by the time I was 25 years old, which eventually led me um, to build a big mortgage business and then led me to buy my first real estate office in 2000. I was under, I bought a franchise real estate office. From 2000 to 2014, um, I built a I built a real estate company under that franchise, and then 2014, uh, rebranded to an independent real estate company, so still growing. I have about 450 real estate agents, around 20 offices throughout New England. I also, it, throughout that time, I became a lawyer about seven years ago, going to school at night, And I am passionate about writing. So I've written a few books and I write constantly for Huffington Post, my own blog, um, and Entrepreneur Magazine.
0: Amazing. And you do real estate investing too, right? What do you own?
1: Correct. Yeah, so I also do real estate investing. Typically, I'm a flipper, so I don't keep a lot of real estate. I buy uh, fix it and flip it. And then other than that, I own a few pieces of commercial real estate where my real estate offices are located.
0: Wow. That's smart. The old McDonald's philosophy of, of, of buying your own real estate and being your own yeah. tenant. That's great. So 450 agents, how many offices is that?
1: 20.
0: Wow. Okay. So you have 20 real estate offices and tell me about Lair. What, what, how did you come up with that name? What does that mean?
1: So Lair, if you saw our logo, anybody that Googles it, you'll see Lair has, um, our logo is the name Lair. On top of it, there's a key with a lion sitting on it. And when I was rebranding the company, I I hired a great branding agency out of Boston. And they said, what are you looking to do with your real estate company? And I said, I am going to build the number one real estate brokerage in New England, helping 20,000 families a year buy and sell real estate while also helping 1,200 to 1,500 real estate agents achieve their dreams and have great success in life. And I said, I want to have a real estate company focused on real estate agents who are strong, who are negotiators of difficult terrain, meaning they can make it through any market, and who are protectors of their customers. And at that time, when we put those words into a Google search, We put in strong negotiator protector. A mountain lion came up, and I Mm. said, that's perfect. We're going to build our brand around the lions of real estate. Uh, Lions congregate in layers, although spelled differently. A typical layer is L-A-I-R. We changed up our spelling to L-A-E-R, which stands for Local Agents, Extraordinary Results. It's also the mirror image of the word real since we're in the real estate business. But many of the mm. high end homes, the multi million dollar homes that our luxury brand represents, often have um, lion statues guarding their front gates or their front entrances because a lion is a symbol of protection. And what we look at is that there is a new symbol of protection for real estate across New England, and that is the lair for sale sign.
0: Wow. I love that. I love that. And, and your agents are strong and very good. Many reasons to choose that name. I'm glad I asked that question. That's, Thanks. that's great. So w- what is your key to success been in attracting agents? I know when you re- left your franchise, it was 200 some or close to 300. Now you're up to 450. What is your key to success? And also where are you on your goal to 20,000 deals or 20,000 people helped? Is it a month or a year?
1: So the eventual goal, to be the number one real estate brand in New England, we need to be helping 20,000 families a year buy and sell real estate. So uh, right now, last year we helped just about 3,000 families, a little over 2,900 families buy and sell real estate. So we are the fourth largest real estate firm in New England. We are the largest independent real estate firm in New England. We're big, but nowhere near where our goal needs to be. So, still growing significantly.
0: And how'd you get there? How'd, I mean, you, you you've added fifty percent since you know yes. since you broke out on your own. How'd you do that?
1: So, definitely a lot of recruiting. Um, what basically what we focused on is although so as an organization like we don't spend a lot of time focusing on buyers and sellers so as far as like our um, our leadership team our staff and then we have an agent run board of directors like we look at it that we're in the business of servicing and helping real estate agents that's our end consumer providing great service to real estate agents. So with that focus, we've been able to just build a snowball of momentum. And literally now we add 10 to 15 agents per month and hopefully continues to snowball even faster. Hmm. So I want
0: to jump to this question because I know that I read online that you've yeah, one of the things that you speak about, and you, and you do a lot of speaking, you've written several books, which I'm going to put, uh, by the way, on uh, hybindigital.com backslash Stacy Alcorn, and it's E-Y, right? S-T-A-C-E-A-L-C-O-R-N. Yep. Okay. So in, in some of your speeches, you talk about how you're, you've been able to get one-on-one face-to-faces with people of prominence your whole life. And that's kind of how you've built the many empires that you have and how you've succeeded in the ways you have. Can you address that?
1: Yes. So all of us are a byproduct of the people we spend the most time with. So the real estate agents that are the most successful, in my opinion, are the ones that have the bigger sphere of influence, the greater the reach they have. So originally, I fell into this by accident. I will say roughly seven, eight years ago, I I read every single day. So I time block one hour a day for reading every single day. And seven or eight years ago, I had read the book Think and Grow Rich, which is a very old book by Napoleon Hill. And first, first, that's one of my favorite books still. Very rarely do I read a book multiple times, but that's one book that I've read multiple times. And in that book, uh, Napoleon Hill, back in the early 1900s, had interviewed the movers and shakers and the titans of industry like Henry Ford and Andrew Carnegie. And he eventually wrote the book, *Think and Grow Rich, on really how to accomplish any dream or any goal in life. After I read that book, I was so moved by it, I said, you know what, I'm going to go out and interview today's movers and shakers, the people that are achieving massive dreams. So I set out on a journey. My goal was to interview 500 of the coolest people that I could find in business, world changers, celebrities, to sit down with them one-on-one and ask them how they achieved their dreams. So I started small with local businesses and eventually kept getting braver and asking for bigger interviews. And um, since that time I've done somewhere between 350 to 400 interviews of people. I still do about two to three per week uh, because it's become so influential in my business. Originally I started doing it. I would reach out. I just had my own little blog. I would ask if I could interview them about their success. People would say yes, which they still typically do. I would go interview them in person, and then I'd write an article, share it with the person, and then they would share it with their sphere. So um, what I learned from the entire process is – at a minimum I win by getting the interview because I'm learning from really cool people on how they built their businesses. But also what I soon realized is not only was I practicing uh, what I learned from Napoleon Hill, but also what I learned from Dale Carnegie and how to win friends and influence people that if you spend some time each week, just getting to know people, instead of talking about yourself, going out and asking people about them and really getting to know people deep. Um, Before long, you have a massive army of people who are your close friends and your advocates and who will do anything to help you succeed. And so I've built a business on the backbone of literally Boston and New England-based Millionaires, billionaires, CEOs, massive business owners who have helped propel me to the top of my industry. And all of those people originally came just from a, they were strangers who I interviewed and spent time with. So, how'd you get them? Okay,
0: so how'd you get them to meet you?
1: Reach out and ask. So, (laughs) I have now, now it's even easier because now I have a massive network. So, if I get want anybody, I'm like one degree away from literally anybody I want, but I'll give you a couple of different yeah, scenarios. Yeah, please, please. I'll give you. So every year I, I make a list of a handful of really cool people that I wanna know. So last year I wanted to have um, Seth Godin, who's one of my favorite authors, and uh, Richard Branson, who is one of my favorite entrepreneurs. So at the beginning of the year, I am a huge believer in vision boards. I put these people on my vision board because I know I'm eventually going to meet them. So I had Seth Godin and Richard Branson on my vision board. Seth Godin, originally, I met him because I went to an event. And I had signed up for an event because he was going to be speaking at it. It was the Inman event, in fact. Not the most recent one, but the one last year. So I had signed up three months earlier to attend Inman. I was only going because Seth Godin was going. So I, it gets to February. The event's approaching. I hadn't even signed up for a hotel or a air flight or anything like that because the market was lousy and I was in a really foul mood. Day before the event, I'm still not planning on going to the event, even though te- technically I have a ticket. So it's like a Tuesday morning. I'm like, come on, at least go for one day. You get to see Seth Godin. Now, anywhere I travel in the world, I will always reach out to some strangers for interviews because I know that these interviews have propelled my life. Hmm. So I know I'm going to be in New York just for one day. So while I'm on my flight over to New York City, I reach out to a stranger who I had watched her on Facebook she built this massive hat business and she was a young entrepreneur and now her hats are being showcased in Milan and uh, the runways on fashion shows in Paris so I said I'm gonna reach out to her since I'm gonna be in New York and ask her if I can interview her all of this is gonna come together in a minute so I reach out to her I through Facebook, complete stranger, I say my name Stacy Alcorn. I interview cool people about their businesses and I would love the opportunity to interview you about how you built your business and life. She agrees to the interview. I get off the plane. I go to her place to interview her. In the middle of the interview, so she's literally a stranger to somebody I thought was cool because I had seen her online, interviewing her about her business and how she got into the hat making business and how she broke into Paris and Milan. And literally, she's in her thirties, very interesting entrepreneur. I then said to her, I'm like, Oh, you sound like, cause she talked about the importance of making like her art and life is making hats. And I said, You need to read the Icarus Deception by uh, Seth Godin. And she said, Not only have I read the book, he's my personal mentor. And I said, You're mentored by Seth Godin. Like, you've met him? And she's like, yeah, I talk to him almost every day. He's my personal mentor. And literally the next day, not only did I get to see Seth go and speak at the Inman conference, I spent about two hours with him at breakfast. <laughs> and the reason I bring that particular story up is because I do believe in the power of the law of attraction and putting everything you want on a vision board because you don't always have to know exactly how you're going to get to the things that you want the universe will help find a way
0: wow yeah I love that and and that's a great story and so throughout your whole life you've been doing these meetings you got to meet Richard Branson as well
1: Yep. So Richard Branson, I went to Necker Island, his own island in November. And basically that one came about and he was on my vision board last year. I said, I want to meet Richard Branson. And same thing, like I I interview, I don't know, 70 or 80 people a year at least. And I had interviewed a girl who has become a really close friend and that's the thing about going out and interviewing people yes it takes time but many of these people become your closest friends I had interviewed a girl last fall last October her name is Shanna Dickerson and she runs a blue sky concierge concierge business that focuses on super high net worth people helping them uh, rent jets and islands and stuff I had interviewed her about her business she was referred by a friend of mine and in the middle of the interview, she talks about how her best client is Richard Branson. He hires her every year for a big event he does in November. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's one of my goals is someday I want to meet Richard Branson. And she's like, oh, what are do you doing November 5th? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, do you want to come to the island and meet him? He's throwing a party at his house, and I'd love to have you as my guest. So I ended up flying out to... Necker Island and spent time with Richard Branson, interviewed him, but literally like the more interviews you do, the bigger your network builds and you eventually become, come to a point where you're like a degree away from anybody that you want to meet. And the bigger the uh, sphere you have, the more business you do.
0: And so let's, uh, you know, for the people listening that want to take Stacy's model, right? And and do it in their own life how did you do it when you first started who did like you you created a list of five hundred people let's just say five hundred rich people or five hundred successful people then you just called them up and and said hey uh, you know i'm I'm, i this is what i do i interview and you used it as saying you were doing it for a blog which we all know blogs don't mean anything i mean they they're great but they're only as good as the marketing you put behind them whether people are going to read them or not but Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, you could still, uh, you know, show yourself as a reporter of some sort and just say, "I want to interview you," mm-hmm. or do you just say, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I want to know more about uh, how to be successful?"
1: So, what I tell real estate agents, because I have out of my company, I have roughly ten percent of my agents that are building their business the same exact way I have built my business by going out and interviewing people in the community. So. I always tell them the first thing that you should do is write five articles. So find five people to interview whom I'm sure you currently have within your sphere, just so you have a sample article to send somebody. So somebody you know, somebody that you sold a house to or a business owner or your next door neighbor who owns a big corporation. Find five people that you know and do an interview and write the article. I spend time laboring over the articles because I love writing, but you don't have to. Your article can be as simple as here's the question I asked and here's the answer here's the question, here's the answer as well. I have some agents who go do the interview, record it, and then um, record it and then they send it to somebody through like Fiverr or freelancer to actually write the piece for them. Oh, the I see. big piece, the big piece is that you really just want to get in and build the relationship. Right. With you the just
0: person. want to get to know them. And then, and, the, exactly. and then over time you'll remember them and say, Oh yeah, I could reach out to them if I'm looking for this or that. And just like the way LinkedIn works where you just exactly. constantly are linking in the people.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, so I always say get, get, Four or five articles just with the people you know so they have something to send them but then literally you can go out and ask anyone um, I remember one of my first big interviews I don't know five years ago maybe was in Massachusetts in New England uh, Ernie Bach so Ernie Bach is a local billionaire who owns massive number of car dealerships everybody knows his name because he's on television commercials radio constantly and I reached out as a stranger. I went into Facebook and I sent him a message through Facebook and he responded and said, yeah, come to my house and interview me. So I went, I spent three hours with him. And what's so interesting is he was a complete stranger that guy in the last five years has become one of my closest friends, has sent me millions and millions of dollars worth of business mm. from himself and his own high net worth friends who buy and sell real estate. He sent me millions of dollars of business. I, I just came back from Nevis where I stayed on his, his estate for a week. And it literally all started because I reached out to a stranger on Facebook and asked if I could interview them and the reason it really matters is because I'm just an average person like I get access to literally anybody and I'm just an average person which means any of us any of us can build a massive network if we just simply reach out and take an interest in people very rarely does somebody say no I don't want to be interviewed Hmm. like everybody wants to be and
0: and you have lots of your agents uh, that do the same thing every day right they're following this plan every day of Correct. of reaching out to people and and you yeah. actually still do it um you actually you know act like an agent I read this about you that you actually act even though you're a broker among many other things broker author coach many things you act like an agent in that every day you do an hour of prospecting mainly to people that you want to get to know right
1: correct so basically um i still do two two or three interviews a week of ceos and business owners basically the reason i do that is because with those ceos and business owners i interview them and my goal is to turn those into business relationships so My company is the preferred real estate partner of some really big massive organizations throughout Massachusetts where we market to the employees of Mm. those big companies. Those all came from an interview of the CEO and then we get passed down to human resources, but we're not going in like reaching out to a gatekeeper, trying to get through to human resources, etc.
0: So let's stop stop right there. So let's say someone's listening in Memphis, Tennessee – and they're like, wow, that's a brilliant idea. I want to do that. Can you give them like a, a – can you explain what this marketing program is and how it works so they yeah, can do so, it?
1: Yeah. So I'll give you an example. I just put one deal together in Westford, Massachusetts with a company. There's a local company. They have 500 employees. I reach out to the CEO. I said I would love to – I don't even talk about real estate. Say, my name is Stacey Alcorn. I profile really – awesome CEOs and world changers and I was wondering if I could get 45 minutes of your time I'll come to you so that I could pick your brain about your business and your success and write an article about you he said yes so I reached out through LinkedIn so I have the upgraded LinkedIn I reached out through LinkedIn he said yes a week later I'm in his corner office for not just 45 minutes. I was there for two hours interviewing him. I brought a package about my real estate company. At the end of the interview, I said, um, I really appreciate the time we spent together today. I'll get you your article in the next few days so you can review it before it goes live. Um, but also, I wanted to let you know I run the one of the largest real estate brands in New England, and I would love the opportunity to be the preferred real estate partner of Netscope. Where I'd be marketing to your 500 plus employees. So basically, the way I do it is I offer the employer an incentive, and my incentive is that any employee that comes through the program gets 10% of the 10% of the commission will go back to the employer's charity partner. So, and many of these employers have their own foundation. So, writing a check back to their charity foundation. Um, when they come through and then I have a whole marketing platform which is um, marketing pieces, uh, pay stub inserts, newsletter inserts and then I, when I get an opportunity like that for every 100 employees I assign one agent so that particular employer has five agents that have been assigned to the account for doing lunch and learns at their corporate headquarters uh, making sure that the marketing pieces get sent out, et cetera. But it's super easy to put the deals together. Now do they
0: do they prospect those hundred people?
1: Yes. So, so, so they have
0: their phone number. So they call, hey, just want to let you know, I'm with Lair Real Estate and we have, and, and you know, I'm your customer service representative. If you need anything regarding real estate, please keep me in mind.
1: Yeah, so it depends on the employer. Some will give you that information, some don't. But at a minimum, you get to be constantly in front of these of these employees. So they give you access to their employees, and some of them work better than others. Some employers are awesome about executing on the marketing pieces, and others are not as great. Um, But it's an easy way to get in front of. Massive numbers of people yeah, I mean how how many companies
0: have you done this with that? uh, that are currently working like that.
1: So we have over 50 so far. Wow. Yeah Still a growing piece of our business and we're still constantly tweaking it trying to make it better but this is what I'll tell you is that the leads that come through that are They 87% of the leads that come through one of our marketing uh, business affinity relationships 87% close Whereas, like, if you take a typical online lead that comes mm, through, terrible. a very, very low percentage actually end up closing. Yeah, right, so.
0: right. And so now do the agents get paid a less of a commission because you're spending all this money to market and put little flyers in the in the employees' paychecks and things like that?
1: So basically, I take a 20% referral fee off the top. So any deal that comes through to an agent, we take twenty percent of, off the top, of which half of that is going to the employer, anyways. So we look at it: ten percent oh, okay. is going so, to us for making the relationship, and ten percent is going to the employer to their charitable partner. To their
0: charity. Wow! And then you could probably even do marketing pieces like uh, if their, you know, charity partner is you know AIDS or something, they just yeah. say, uh, "Stacy Alcorn Group donated." you know, $47,622 last year as a result of our employees using Lair.
1: Right. Correct.
0: Wow. That's really cool. At Rebus University, we take the pain points out of selling real estate. Have you ever said out loud or in your mind, there are just no good leads or there's just no leads? never again that is exactly why we created 101 free ways to create real estate leads with real estate industry icon chad goldwasser lost a listing to another agent never again the certified listing agent course goes through step by step how eight of the world's top agents close 90 some percent of every listing appointment they go on Industry icons like Buddy Blake and Marty Hampton have encouraged their entire team to take this course. And after they took it themselves, we gave them discounts for all their team members, and we'll give you that same exact discount. If you go to rebusuniversity.com had a listing expire and another agent take it over and then drop the price drastically and it sold right away. Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Certified Price Reduction course. We've had several agents take that and get immediate price reductions. All of the reviews that we've gotten on rebushuniversity.com, by the way, have all been five stars. Our other flagship product, the Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn out of Omaha, Nebraska, has been selling off the shelves. Everybody wants to know what happens when you peel back the curtain of the Omaha's elite real estate teams, inside business Jeff and I sit down and talk about the nitty-gritty of where every dollar that he makes comes from and where every dollar that he spends goes out it's an incredible candid 10-hour course on how to build the mega team of the future use coupon code podcast to get 50% off your first course now Rebusuniversity dot What are the things are you teaching your agents today? now that you know, here we are in a new year and um, things are changing, interest rates are starting to tick up. What are you teaching them that they need to do today in New England? to stay competitive and to sell more houses this year than they did last year?
1: Um, I mean, I think a big piece of it is having a great presentation. So we make sure our agents are armed with a listing presentation, buyer presentation, pre-listing package, like showing up prepared with great content. Um, Number two, sharing great content. We have a lot of our agents going out and interviewing all kinds of movers and shakers all across New England. So I feel like my company is full of lions or real estate agents who are infiltrating the market um, in a totally different way through those interviews.
0: What's your prediction of the next couple years in the real estate market?
1: It's interesting. In our market, so for example, like places like Boston, I think the prices are just astronomical. So some areas, I think there's definitely bubbles that there's no way that it can continue to go up. Um, but my philosophy, having been in the business now since the early 1990s, is there's always a buyer. There's always a seller. The prices might change a little bit, but, I mean, there's always real estate to be sold.
0: Yeah, there's always transactions. You just got to figure out how to do it. Yes, Amazing, amazing. Well, listen, Stacy, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule today. I'm going to put all of Stacy's information on how you could get a hold of her. I'm going to put her books. I'm going to put everything that we've talked about on uh, hybindigitalcom backslash Stacy Alcorn. Stacy, I'll give you the last words. Anything you want to leave our audience with, so that they can make more commissions this year than they did last.
1: Uh, go out and meet all kinds of cool people. Be passionately curious about the people around you and learn about them and build a great sphere and have a great year.
0: Thanks, Stacy. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests. For your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We're so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to padhyben.com and find out about all things Padhyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face to face someday. But in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking.